1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us.
0: So, fully homomorphic encryption is an encryption technique. But unlike... The type of encryption that we use right now, homomorphic encryption allows to keep confidentiality of data
1: while data is being in use. That's Dr. Rosario Camarota. He's a principal engineer at Intel Labs. The research we're discussing today is titled Confidential Computing, Advances in Federated Learning and Fully Homomorphic Encryption. so you can focus on your core business goals, confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose Sixth Sense, visit SixthSense.com. When a
0: message is... ...encrypted into a ciphertext, which we will refer to as a cryptogram. Right now, uh, if the cryptogram is homomorphically encrypted, you can actually manipulate its content without decrypting it. And what's different with the homomorphic encryption, what homomorphic encryption adds to what we do right now... ...is that homomorphic encryption allows to keep confidentiality of data while data is being in use because you can compute on the content of the cryptogram without the decryption.
1: So give me an example of, of where this would apply. What's the, what's the use case for this?
0: Nowadays, uh, two of the main uh, emerging areas that we are seeing today are data uh, collaborations and uh, intelligent automation that relies on data collaborations to perform automatically more and more intelligent and personalized Decision based on data extracted for from patterns. So when collaborations happens across um, mistrust entities, basically these entities aim to uh, collaborate more and more. Then there is the problem of can we share the data? How do we share the data? What data do we share? And part of the road blockers in uh, data sharing concern privacy because much of the digital data out of which you would like to uh, extract patterns include uh, sensitive and private data
1: hmm. so we're talking about potentially could that include things like medical information
0: absolutely if you think uh, for example to uh, automation in uh, the medical space let's think for example to a tumor segmentation model that is served in the cloud okay what that um, helps to do is to increase the rate of scans that you can analyze. And that's very important because uh, a timeliness uh, in that context may, be, may save lives. So now the problem there is that if you are outsourcing scans to a service that is deployed on the cloud, you need to protect the privacy uh, of these scans. And when we are talking about privacy, definitely you have the following two things. So one is basically the association of the scan with the patient, and the other is uh, uh, the results of the analysis. Hmm.
1: Well, let me ask you a, a sort of a, a basic and, and perhaps a, a question that uh, demonstrates my ignorance when it comes to the topic. So we're, we're talking about fully homomorphic encryption. Is there partially homomorphic encryption? Yes. Actually, th- th- <laughs> that's an excellent question. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs>
0: there are many flavors of it. Um, uh, there is uh, partial homomorphic encryption, there is something else that is somewhat homomorphic encryption, and there is fully homomorphic encryption. Let me tell you a little bit, um, very briefly, about uh, the difference between those. Uh, With partial homomorphic encryption, you can basically perform uh, only uh, one type of operations on cryptograms. So it's either additions or multiplications.
1: Hmm.
0: With somewhat homomorphic encryption, you can perform both addition and multiplications, but for functions up to a certain complexity. And in fact, when you have a cryptosystems that allows to perform operation on cryptograms and it can perform both addition and multiplications, the first question that you ask, is this fully homomorphic encryption? And then the answer usually is it's somewhat, because you can only handle up to a certain complexity. Fully homomorphic hmm. encryption extend and uh, the majority of the constructions that are known today somewhat homomorphic encryption schemes with the ability of performing arbitrary computation of arbitrarily complex functions.
1: Now, my understanding is that this is um, very um, computationally complex, correct? Yes, it is. And that's a barrier for adoption. It is one of the barriers
0: for adoption. Yes. Um, so to speak, uh, any encryption technique, um, the encryption process is in in any encryption techniques, the encryption process is inherently uh, inefficient. What that means is that there is an expansion of, uh, um, the original, um, data type size when you generate the cryptograms. In homomorphic encryption, expansion can be 100 to 1,000 times, can can, can generate 100 to 1,000 times larger cryptograms. And if you think to handle this type of data on existing platforms, you start already having an idea of how even doing simple computation on very large cryptograms, Uh, Can be more stressful with respect to both computation, computational resources, memory management, and uh, uh, communication between um, the host processor and uh, the computational resources, basically, memory transfer.
1: You know, I, I grew up uh, when I was a, a kid. I remember it was when um, the Rubik's Cube first came out, and this everyone was fascinated with it. It was a big hit, and and there were books that you you could buy to help you, you know, solve if you wanted to learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube. There were books that had step by step instructions. And, you know, in the early days, those books might take you a half half an hour or so to solve a a Rubik's cube. These days, if you go on YouTube, you can see, uh, you know, these kids today are solving Rubik's cubes in seconds. And I think a big part of that is that over time the the algorithms have gotten so much more efficient when it comes to being able to do that. Is that sort of thing happening with fully homomorphic encryption as well? Are there are, are researchers like you and the folks at Intel Labs are are you know clever humans who are banging away at this? Are you coming up with more efficient ways to to come at this problem? Huh.
0: So the, <laughs> that's a, that's very interesting. That's a very interesting question. As well, um, crypto systems usually are designed to protect the data for a certain amount of time, and so homomorphic encryption, as crypto system by itself, is being designed for the same purpose. Mm. And um, so to speak, the complexity. That is required to uh, break a crypto system is usually very high, even at the lowest level of compliance when you deploy a crypto system. Such that in ten years, with the majority of with the, the all the resources that you have available right now, or more than ten years, you won't be able basically to uh, break the crypto system. Now. For what concerns homomorphic encryption, homomorphic encryption is an additional property in terms of protection because it's foundationally based on a mathematics that would be resistant even against the crypto analysis with quantum algorithms. That is going to be the next uh, type of uh, um, big threat to the current cryptography.
1: What about on the hardware side of things? I mean, obviously, you know, Intel is a a big innovator and and manufacturer of uh, processing hardware as well. And we've been seeing this trend over the past few years of having, uh, you know, dedicated parts of chips that are designed to do difficult things in a very efficient way. Is this an area of of research as well where we could see, uh, you know, certain types of hardware that were dedicated to this task?
0: Yes, so um, the main uh, driver toward the uh, uh, specialization of a hardware uh, toward a very specific tasks. So one example that comes to mind in the modern days is basically specialized hardware for artificial intelligence is to make sure that your hardware can run the tasks very, very specifically, keeping in mind that your task is uh, processing certain data types, In this case, when we go to cryptography, there are already instances of accelerators that are uh, more suitable than general purpose um, hardware to execute cryptography. And in fact, even uh, within uh, processors, you may see that there are instruction set extensions that are dedicated to process cryptogram for the cryptography that is deployed nowadays. Now, similarly, For homomorphic encryption, being mindful that the cryptogram are a lot more complex, uh, you would need some form of specialized hardware to reduce all the computational overhead that you mentioned um, earlier.
1: What about the the larger um, world of, of research when it comes to these sorts of things I'm thinking of you know establishing standards for this where do we where are we in terms of standards bodies and, and being a, being sure that um, you know these sorts of uh, encryption methods can be used broadly
0: yes so there have uh, ever been a uh, group participated by universities and uh, um, uh, industries called the homomorphicencryption.org uh, that started basically to lay out the foundational work uh, for the standardization in terms of uh, security parameters. So as we know, any cryptosystems is uh, something that is uh, um, parameterized to some secrets. And uh, the, the length of the secrets, so to speak, uh, grossly he, he indicates the resistance of the crypto system to algebraic attacks. Now, what happens is that for um, the mathematics that uh, is uh, uh, below uh, crypto systems that allow you to compute unencrypted data, uh, this group has been looking into the security of the instantiation of the uh, mathematical fields uh, underneath this cryptography. And uh, very recently, uh, we started the exporting basically this work and making it more visible to the global community by working with the international standards. It is very important, and I would say it's a fundamental for the whole industry to have standards about crypto- cryptography, as you correctly point out. And that basically includes the best practices, uh, what is the best selection of the parameters for certain use cases, but... One difference that uh, um, makes homomorphic encryption unique is that uh, unlike traditional cryptography, in homomorphic encryption, there is an entanglement between the application domain, the workload, and the cryptography itself that otherwise would not be connected together. And the reason for that Mm. is because you are computing on encrypted data. So the standards in part is uh, uh, application domain plus cryptography together.
1: Help me understand. Is there a concern that um, that I that, that folks may be able to infer the data from the calculations they're doing on the data?
0: Um, n- no, for two um, reasons. What, what you can infer during an homomorphic encryption uh, operations with the traditional with traditional uh, m- methods basically to uh, leak data. Is ciphertext by itself, mm. and so, and the fact that you are using uh, um, an homomorphic encryption system is an additional advantage that you don't need to store decryption keys on the system, which is an additional kind of target of attacks. So the only information that the an attacker would gain by introducing uh, uh, by, by monitoring the channel, so to speak, uh, would be ciphertext. It can use that ciphertext, but it cannot look into it. For what concerns looking at the output of a computation, homomorphic encryption systems, uh, the encryption procedure is inherently uh, non-deterministic. And so what it means is that if you encrypt the same data twice and then you process this data, the output of the computation is different. Uh, it is encrypted, but but is also different. Hmm. So it has this property... Um that disambiguate uh so to speak uh, um, inferring the result of the operations and also inherently protect the intermediate data
1: wow. Well, as you look towards the future, I mean, as, as this technology makes its way down, uh, and becomes more practical for everyday use, and there are broader applications as, as we're able to make use of it, as the, both the hardware and, and the developments that, that folks like you are working on. How do you see that affecting us in, in day-to-day lives? You know, how, how are, what are the, the, the advantages when it comes to, to privacy and security? that folks are going to see as a result of this making its way out into the, the general use?
0: Yeah, let me give you an example that uh, uh, clarify things. So currently, uh, when, when we go around with our mobile devices and we enter an environment that uh, you know, is progressively smarter, one thing that uh, happened or that we should start seeing more and more is that we are going to receive uh, personalized information from that environment, Okay, Hmm. and either in our mobile phone or other gadgets that basically interact with the environment. The environment becomes a cyber physical system, so to speak, and it's intelligence because there is all this machine learning. Now, in order to provide you a personalized recommendation, which is supposed to do good to you, the system needs to ingest uh, some of the information that you are carrying with you, such as your location, If you are making a transaction, your credit card information, other aspects of the transaction, what you have purchased, uh, why you should be looking into uh, another shelf within the same store because there is something that potentially is going to help you, where you should shop today, all these type of things. So in order to perform that personalization, the system that is performing this type of computation needs to consume your data. With the homomorphic encryption, it will be able to consume the data without actually seeing the data. So any unintended use of your data, potentially, cannot happen. And so you are receiving the personalization, but you are not giving up your data.
1: For you personally... um... It sounds like this stuff is a lot of fun. I mean, it, 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 it seems like, uh, you know, you and your team there at Intel Labs, um, this is the kind of, you know, it's, it may be baffling for uh, for folks like me who are, are more mathematically challenged, but it does seem like, you know, these challenges, uh, it's, it is a lot of fun for you and your team, isn't it?
0: It is, it is. There, there, there are many challenges behind it. Some are from on, on the mathematical side. The... Um, research around the homomorphic encryption is still progressing and in fact we do have several uh, key players at uh, universities worldwide to continue making research for making homomorphic encryption systems more efficient from an algorithmic perspective while retaining the same level of security that part is actually really hard but at the same time is really challenging Now, let me give you the perspective of a person that uh, also sits within the semiconductor industry. Mm -hmm. We talked about, uh, you know, how processing these cryptograms is actually challenging, primarily because of their size, but also because the operations that you do in order to manipulate the content of cryptograms is also more complex than just doing addition and multiplications on plain text data, right? So when you actually envision basically a computer architecture that natively can process these uh, cryptograms, a lot of uh, challenges emerge because of how different is the cryptogram from the native data types that we are used to see uh, nowadays. So there are a lot of challenges and a lot of excitements from the point of view of the technology. There is excitement in the ecosystem because applications of this technology can benefit humanity. And that's the part, since you asked personally, yes, it is fun. But the real goal is that, well, if we make it happen, humanity benefits on it. And that aspect is fulfilling. It's one of the missions, actually, that we at Intel Labs, as a research lab, have and pursue as we keep doing research.
1: Our thanks to Dr. Rosario Camarota for joining us. The research is titled Confidential Computing Advances in Federated Learning and Fully Homomorphic Encryption. We'll have a link in the show notes. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring.